Hello, hello. Welcome to Living Spring Harrisburg Church, located in central Pennsylvania in the city of Harrisburg. We have over 20 countries represented in our multicultural congregation, and we believe in transforming lives, empowering people, and impacting our communities. We pray that your life will be impacted even as the word of God goes out today. If you ever consider to join our church and become part of this wonderful family, please feel free to find us online on YouTube and Facebook, or you could worship live in the service. Our doors are open now, so you can worship live every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. God bless you. Praise the name of the Lord. There you go. Amen. So good to be in the house of God this morning. Why don't you just go ahead and give your neighbor an elbow and just bump them or amen. Uh, I know it's hard to give a smile, but uh, go ahead and twinkle with your eyes uh, to let them know that you are full of the joy and the laughter of the Lord this morning. So good to be with you to celebrate Jesus. I, I look forward to this day. Um, just over the weekend, just been having some wonderful encounters with people that are part of our fellowship, and um, I just rushed to the house of God this morning. So I'm excited about that. I trust that you're experiencing the same thing, and those of you who are with us online, welcome, Living Spring, Harrisburg family and friends. We're so glad that you're worshiping with us here in the name of Jesus. Amen. Before I get into the word, I just want to add on to Pastor Tunde's comments. I'm getting my shot too. And uh, my date is March 4th, Rite Aid at 11 o'clock, 11.15 to be exact. And uh, so uh, I... I've been looking forward to my shot. I'm believing in the name of Jesus. I stand on that word that pastor just gave. If it is poison, it won't harm me. Amen. And I declare and decree in the name of Jesus that it will bring divine strength and we can get about the business of the kingdom of God. So I'm agreement. I'm in agreement with you, Pastor Tunde. Let's bow our heads together. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name, thanking you again and again. We can't stop thanking you. We're mindful that we're in a new month. And the Lord, you got us to February by your grace. It's been by your divine favor. Lord, you have looked down upon us. Many have gone. Lord God, some, Lord God, are having trouble and tribulation and trial. Father, you've been gracious to us. You have, Lord, been kind towards us. You've been merciful towards us. We want to say again, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity to be, Lord God, in your presence. The word is true. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. At your pleasures, there's, at your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. And Father, we receive those things in Jesus' name. Now, Father, speak to our hearts. Speak, Lord God, through these lips of clay, the unsearchable riches of Christ. Lord, I pray that the unshakable kingdom of God Will Lord God just mount up in our lives and ever increase within our soul? I pray, Father, that the bigness of our God, the the greatness of our King, Lord, that will uh, break beyond our own set up barriers or the barriers of limitations that others have set for us. Father, we just break out and we break forth receiving, Lord God, everything that you have for our life in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray today for those that don't know you, that they will come to know you, Lord God, in a powerful way, 
that there will be an encounter that they will have and say, I need you, Lord. What must I do to be saved? Father, I pray today for those of us who need to be refreshed. Lord God, receiving the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Lord God, getting a better handle on our identity and our, and Lord God, our image. Father, I pray that you will shine forth and show yourself real. Thank you for the word that we've been hearing. Thank you, Lord God, for this message on divine favor. Thank you, Lord God, that I declare this is my year of divine favor. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's, uh, let's just turn our attention to um, a scripture that we've been nursing on since uh, the end of the year, and that's found in Psalm 102, verse 13 in the uh, New King James Version Bible. I want you to first hear me read it, and then after I've read this scripture, I want you to prophesy it. And the way that you prophesy is that you repeat after me and say it together. Amen. So I'm going to read it first. You will arise and have mercy on Zion for the time to favor her. Yes, the set time has come and is now. Psalm 102, verse 13. Ready? One, two, three. You will arise and have mercy on Zion for the time to favor her. Yes, the set time has come is now. Psalm 102, verse 13. Now I want you to go ahead and put your name in there. That's what we've been challenged to do. Make the scriptures personable. Make them alive into your own heart. Let it be a revelation to you. Let the Lord's light shine bright. Let him put a spotlight on you. So where you see the word you, put your name in there. Eddie will arise and have mercy. God will arise and have mercy on Zion, which is Eddie. For the time to favor me. Yes, the set time has come and is now. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay. Uh, my clicker. I get to say Shagun. <laughs> Amen. There you go. Praise God. Now, today, uh, we're going to uh, focus on a few things. We're going to focus on a few things that I think that will uh, tremendously make a difference in your life. And as we talk about this message of divine favor, we're going to look at four key areas. One, chosen for greatness. Two, kingdom favor. Three, favorite son. And then the last step is exercising or exercise your sonship. Amen. You're going to have to run it for me. Thank you, because this is not working. One of the things that I've become a really... Um, captivated by is the fact that I've really been fascinated regarding the vivid stories uh, that I've heard from you as we've had conversation over the last couple of years. Um, your, your experiences have just uh, filled me up and to such an extent that I have laughed with you and I've cried with you and I've been shocked with you regarding those things that you've had pressure and challenge with. Um, I, I, I've heard the, 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 the months and even the years of dilemmas and drama 
and even mysteries of things that have taken place in your life. But I've also heard your victories. And come on, let's praise God that our victory is now in Jesus right here, right now. Go ahead, put your hands together. Thank God for the victories that you have in Jesus right here and right now. Amen. You've got victories. Amen. Even before the event is over, you've got your victory. Even before the, 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 the prayer may seem like it still need to be answered, there is a victory that you and I have. And so what I've recognized is that, that as I've heard your drama, as I heard your stories, as I heard your hardships, I've been educated and entertained by them. And what I mean by that simply is this, and that is, is that these encounters that you have had, these struggles along with successes that you have had, I literally can turn them into books or movies. And so what I'm really, really uh, just uh, gracious about is the fact that your life may one day be up on a movie screen because I've heard your story. I've heard your life. I've heard the, the pain, I've heard the tears, I've heard the, 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 the pressures of the journey. They've been, they've been compelling. They've been exciting. They've been riveting. And as an example, I've, I've become aware of a couple of people in our church who happen to literally be royalty. And I've heard a little bit about their lives. And I'll give you an example of one or two of them. One individual who happens to be a princess, I mean, a literal, real, bona fide, authentic princess. My, the first princess I've ever met. So you can understand why I'm a little excited today. This princess told me that she didn't even realize she was a princess. She was just naturally operating in the realm of her environment, her home, her atmosphere, not knowing that she was extremely special. I was blown away by that. To be royalty and yet find it normal. If there's such a thing called normal like that. And then on top of it, I met another princess. Her, her dad was a king among kings. But just recently, he's become the kings of kings. And so she was addressing him on the phone, uh, normally just calling him daddy, but she threw in some royal language. And he said, hold up. If you're going to say it, you got to say it right. It's your majesty. He corrected her language because what happened was I had greeted her with some holy royal language too, and I blew it. She said, oh, nope, that's not how you say it. My daddy taught me this is the way you speak to royalty. There's even a, 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 a mother here in the church and I call her my princess, but every time I see her, uh, she, uh, she puts her right hand on my shoulder or even puts it on my head. And then I slightly bow. She says, my prince, my prince, I bless you. I just wanna tell you that I don't think you know who you are. I don't think you really have grasped what it is that God has given you, how he has made you, and how he has shaped you. You know, our language will either deceive us or expose us. And I don't even think sometimes the way we talk to one another 
that we don't realize that we're actually supposed to have a, a, a unique kind of language, a unique kind of way of not just getting a blessing, but being a blessing. My friends, I want to share with you in the name of Jesus that, 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 that as you move forward, I want you to realize who you really are during this year of divine favor. I want you to really tap into the greatness that God has for your life. I want to I want to announce in the name of Jesus again just one more time during this moment, during this hour that we're here in this holy room, you are chosen for greatness. You have been chosen for greatness. So, so I've told other people's stories. Let me tell you a story. Once upon a time, when there was no time, on the corner of nowhere, where there was nothing, there was a meeting and the father was there. And may I give you some insight, you were there too. The son was there and the Holy Spirit was there taking minutes. The minutes of the meeting became what we call the volume of the book, the Bible, the word of God. There neither has been since nor ever shall be again such a meeting because there's no need for one. Everything that will happen in time, space, world has happened in that meeting. The works of God were finished in that meeting. The lamb was slain in that meeting. And you and I were there, but our father and mother, Adam and Eve, here on planet Earth, in the garden, lost their minds. And we've been challenged with changing the way we think ever since that time. I wanna tell you it's time for us to wake up and tap into who we really are in Christ Jesus. The thing that I really uh, have garnished inside of my heart is, is that these six teachings that we have received from Pastor Tunde uh, on, on this on the subject matter of divine favor, uh, for going from crossover service right up to last week, I, I, I got to be honest with you, they have impacted me dramatically. I, they have impacted me drastically. They have they have riveted something inside of me. I've shaken something up. I've awakened to something that I have been actually dormant and maybe even slightly asleep in. Can I tell you one of the things that I, I recognize that I was just sort of dormant in? I was comfortable being a servant. But I got to tell you something. Because of these teachings, I'm no longer satisfied being a servant. I have determined in the name of Jesus to walk in my full birthright as a favorite son of God. This is what this divine favor teaching has done for me. You know, I, I, I've lived a good Christian life and I, I will to be what I call in a religious sense, a guy that's a, a good guy that does what's right, that, that treats people fair, but I no longer want to pursue being a good Christian. I've exchanged in the name of Jesus for my status as a citizen in the kingdom of God. I've determined that I will not live beneath my privileges, that I'm going to take a hold of everything, not some things, not a few things, everything that God says is mine simply because I'm a citizen of the kingdom of God. 
I want to declare to you today, you're not looking at a slave no more. There was 400 years of that here in America, but I'm not that slave boy no more. I'm saved by his power divine. I'm saved to new lives of line. The songwriter says it right. Life now is sweet because my joy is complete because I'm saved. I'm saved and I'm a citizen in the name of Jesus. So I no longer want to be what I would call a subject, just merely walking in and out of church services on Sunday and Wednesday and prayer meetings. No, I'm, I'm done with that kind of living. I'm done with the kind of living that, that simply says that, that, that I'm locked into a routine and I'm locked into a system and I'm locked into an order. No, 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 I no longer live like that. I am now declaring in the name of Jesus I'm a king and a priest reigning in this life I declare it in Jesus name I declare that I will no longer settle for the cloak of, of having a sinner's mindset or behaving like a, citizen, a, a sinner time after time now I dismiss that kind of attitude that kind of thinking I dismiss it in the name of Jesus. I'm a saint. I'm a saint of the most high God. I'm an ambassador at large. I've got vested authority. I will function and I will operate in the privileges as an ambassador. I've been called from heaven to earth to set up an outpost, yea, even an embassy for the kingdom of God to influence lives north, south, east, and west, black, and white, a, a young and old. I, I could care less if it came from China or South Africa or South America or Australia. I'm not moved whether or not your hair is long or short or you got fancy diamonds and rings or you drive the best car. What I really want to do is find somebody I can influence with the heart of my king as I live out my king life as an ambassador. I will endeavor. From this time forward, praise the name of the Lord. I'm making a declaration to you today. I will endeavor daily to extend the influence of my majesty's government, which is simply called the unshakable kingdom of God that has no end. It's forever and ever. Now I need you to join me on a few things. Say after me, I am a son of God. That means male and female when we say son of God. I am a son of God. Come on, number two, I am a citizen of the kingdom of God. Come on now, I am a king priest reigning in this life. I'm a saint of the most high and an ambassador of Christ. Praise the name of the Lord, amen. Well, for us to really begin to walk in these things that we have made as a declaration, you really got to get a good handle on this word because this is in the kingdom of God, the constitution that we live by. Anything that you live out of this, you are living by a false illegal document because you're not of this world, you're just in this world. And I want to just announce to you today that the only way that you can truly bear fruit is understanding that you are truly chosen. And this is how you're chosen. Listen to this. John 15, verse 16. We've been nursing on this, right? Out of the message Bible. You didn't choose me. Remember, I chose you and put you in the world to bear fruit. Can I pause and tell you, that sounds very, very similar to something else I read 
in the word of God. As I read it again and again, I said to myself, oh my God, where does this come from? But hang in there, I'll show you where it comes from. Fruit that won't spoil. As fruit bearers, whatever you ask the Father in relationship to me, that's Jesus speaking, he will give you. Do you know for the longest time I thought that the reason why I was chosen and favored was because I could ask anything in my, in my, 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 my Jesus name and my Father would give it to me. I thought that was the key to my favor. I truly believe that, you know, I had such favor that I just had to ask and I, it would be given to me. And I, and I rested in the laurels of that. I, I hung out on the porticles of that. I, I, I sat my chair down and, and basked in the sunlight of God's love and said, oh, I just know I'm your favorite child because I can ask anything in my Savior's name. And Father, you'll give it to me. And the Lord spoke to me this weekend and said, that's not why you're favorite. Your ability to ask just happens to be a part of who you are. And then the Lord took me to a word that I think we've overstepped, a word that Pastor Tunde is trying to grind in our spirit. The word is chosen. When you really study that word out, this is what it means. To pick out or select from God the King himself. I just want to pause and tell you that you just didn't come from dirt. And you just didn't come from anywhere. You came from God himself. And out of himself, he selected you. He chose you. He made you his top draft pick. He put you on his team. And when he pulled you and I out of himself, he gave us the origin of who he is. It's all inside of you. He gave us his character when he pulled us out of himself. He gave us with kindness and mercy, that's love and action, favor. And God loved us so much that he just doesn't want us to be a slave or a servant uh, or, 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 or a sinner just trying to make it. God truly is calling us to be a nation of kings. I was walking through the house and my wife, she hollered down to stuff. She said, hey, Eddie, did you know that in Deuteronomy that it was always the will of God spoken by the prophet Moses that we would be a nation of kings? And that's what really ties us in to 2 Peter chapter, one, uh, chapter 2, verse 9. I said, honey, I just read that. She said, yeah, I read it too. I'm reading through the Bible. And that's how I picked it up. And I began to realize that, that, that there's something similar between the original intent of God and what God is trying to speak to us through the men and women of God today. Beloved, we got to get back into our constitution. We got to find out the original aspects of, of what God really intends. Uh, he doesn't want you slopping around trying to make it. Uh, he doesn't want you to be average uh, or to live in a realm of mediocrity. It is not the will of God for you to tamper and tinkle with things and, and, and get satisfaction by rubbing up against dirt. And what I mean by that is simply this. Having another woman or having another man and trying to think you're going to get the deepest satisfaction out of them is a misconception. Because all it is is dirt rubbing on dirt when really you've been pulled out of spirit. 
And our real aim and goal is to have spirit rub on spirit. To have the anointing. Psalms 8 says it like this. Oh Lord, oh our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. The, King, the New King James Version says, oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent. So if you want to display majesty, you've got to operate in excellence. If you want to, you want to, you want to be a part of the kingship of God, you've got to make a difference of saying, Lord, I want to pull out of me what is already coming out of you. You know, uh, I met a doctor one time and he was talking to a, a mother about her children that lived on a farm. And uh, he said to them, give them a little bit of dirt once a year. Just let them eat just a little bit of dirt. He said, it won't kill them because all they're doing is eating from where they came from. And that was dirt. If that is true in the natural, how much more is it true in the spiritual? Well, we got to eat a whole lot of dirt, which is the spirit of God, so that we can eat in the spirit and pull forth the essence of the spirit out of our lives. So, you know, here's the thing. And that is based on Genesis chapter one, verse 28. Remember I said, I, I heard and I saw it in John 15. I chose you and I put you in the world to bear fruit. Well, this is where this comes from. Then God blessed them. God said to them, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over every living thing that moves on the earth. God has created us. He has chosen us. He has selected us. He has made us his time pick beloved so that we would bear the kind of fruit that is attached to dominion authority you were not created to, to be be one that's trying to, to trying to eke out an existence no God put you on planet earth so that you would have dominion that you would operate in the rule the realm the the, the, the very manage of territory and to control it God wants us to say what happens and what doesn't happen We've got the ability based off of the word of God to bind on earth uh, uh, what is bound in heaven and to loose on earth what is loose in heaven. In other words, my friends, um, you've got to know what's in heaven to bring it to earth. That's why when we read the word of the Lord, uh, we don't cry out, God, uh, help me if you can. Uh, I know you can because help is in heaven. It's called the Holy Spirit. Uh, and that kind of help knows how to go into a closet and get expressively for you and I exactly what we need for the time and place or the time and space that we live in. You got to remember Psalms 24 says, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and they that dwell therein. The earth doesn't belong to the devil, it belongs to God. Let's clear this up right now. But God has made us joint heirs and royal agents to reign and to rule in this dominion. So stop taking the slop that you've been accepting in your life. It's time for a breakthrough. And that's the operating